Hi, I'm Greg Finn. I'm Jess Budd. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here at Cypress North on this July 10th, 2018. July. July. August 10th, 2018. We've gone back in time. As you can see, we come to you live here <laughs> without a net in unedited, uncut format. But we do bring you all of the marketing news and information that you can use each and every week, every Friday here live on YouTube and in podcast form. Yes. You can see all of the links that we're going to talk about today by heading over to marketingoclock.com and we will have everything we talk about in the show notes. Boom. First up this week in digital marketing news, this broad core algorithm update that Google had announced has been given a name by the one and only Barry Schwartz. It is called Medic. Medic. update and that's just the informal name but it's due to the fact that I believe 42 up to maybe 50 percent depending on what kind of data you look at is affecting the medical field so what it appeared to be just a, a normal update looks to be affecting a very specific niche and so there's been a lot of conversation as to why and there are a couple different theories out there. And one theory that is going on is the fact that it's not, it, it, again, it may be affecting the medical space and that may be a correlation, but there's some thought that the, a causation would be more <laughs> along the lines of the YMYO or EAT items from the Google, uh, the evaluator, the search evaluator guidelines. And in case you're not familiar with with YMYL, it's still, it doesn't sound good. Eat sounds good. Does it? I like to eat. Well, see, that's, I mean, it's better than y, YMYL. I don't know. Let's get learned. What does that mean? <laughs> so that's your money or your life is YMYL. And in the guidelines specifically, and that is section 2.3 in the page quality ratings, um, the YMYL is something that could be detrimental to people's lives or their money. And so it's identified as specifically uh, shopping or financial transaction pages, financial information pages, medical information pages, legal, news articles, having informed citizensry. So there's a lot of things in that case that people are saying, well, it might not just be in the medical space, it might be more the YMYL space. And then there's also the EAT standpoint of, of kind of the authorship. And what EAT is, is the Authoritativeness is the A, <laughs> trustworthiness and expertise. So, so eight. I, I ba basically we. Sh this is a petition today to start calling it eight <laughs> <laughs> because it just seems more fulfilling. Yes. Um, but so again, the eat side of things is hey, are the people talking about this actually authorities? And mm. so right now we're still shaking out and seeing exactly what's happening, but there those are a couple different theories out there. Is it? For one, it's the YMYL sites that may be targeted more. And then two, the fact that everybody pushes for this. It's, it's in, the, the, you know, in the guidelines that the authoritativeness, expertise, and trustworthiness of your authors and your content really needs to be up there. So that's going on right now. There also looks like there's a couple sites or you know potential sites that might have that eat that got thrown under the bus. There's a good link that we'll have in the show notes from Brian um, Chappelle who talks about a couple of different instances in the health side of things. But overall, the update is done rolling out. It stopped rolling out two days ago. 
and you should check out your site traffic, make sure everything's good. If not, um, stay tuned to Marketing O'Clock, <laughs> and it might be more of a focus on um, bumping up your EAT for eight, as we just aptly renamed it. Um, so again, see what's going on, and that information from Barry Schwartz, where he named it the Medic Update, can be found at um, seroundtable.com, and again, we'll have links to all the show notes uh, as well. Awesome, and just to squeeze some puns in there, because I feel like we have to check your site, search health, and see if maybe you need a doctor. Wow. I know. That's all I got. That was too important a topic to throw jokes at. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Facebook pages are getting a facelift. Why? <laughs> According to Facebook, each week two of the three people on Facebook visit a local business page or their events page. So that's kind of a lot of people, right? That's most people on Facebook. So. What Facebook is trying to do, they've realized that the news feed can be kind of muddy and noisy and it's harder for businesses these days to get anybody's attention, especially organically. So they're really focusing on making the pages more of a destination for information about the business and they're rolling out some updates to help you with that if you have a page. One of the big things are templates that are rolling out. This is all, it's basically just a layout for your Facebook page that specifically um, designates it comes with preset like buttons and uh, different types of information featured for different types of businesses so you can go into your settings and change this at any time it's not something you're being forced into but say you have a restaurant right that's a lot different than a shoe store so there's a different template for you so check that out specifically they listed they have um, templates for venues nonprofits politicians restaurants shopping services and more so if you fall under the and more category don't cry go check out your settings see what you got and this might be something, again, they said it's rolling out. You're, um, you should get a email notification. I think about it. We've seen some folks already get those. So keep an eye out. Other things they are updating, recommendations are the new reviews. So they're supposed to have richer ways for users to give feedback. Richer feedback, they're calling it. People can add, obviously they can add text. They've always been able to do that. But photos and tags to their reviews now and again, those are going to be called recommendations moving forward. Updates are also coming to actions or CTA buttons. If you're used to that, they are going to be, quote, simplified and prominently featured. I think they were pretty prominent before, so I'm excited to see where this goes. And it's, again, more geared towards your specific type of business. So, you know, order a pizza or make a haircut appointment, something like that. So check that out. Stories, too, are going to be uh, easier to access if you're doing stories on Facebook. Now people can just do it the Instagram way and click on your face or your business's profile face. <laughs> <laughs> click on your face. Click on your face and get a story. <laughs> so that's exciting if you're using that. They also announced that they are having new ticket integrations for events. People will be able to buy tickets directly on the Facebook platform, and they are also expanding job posting features to everybody. I guess not everyone had access to that before. So definitely there's a lot more detail other than what I just said. Head over to the show notes because there is a cool case study in there from a local Buffalo business, Lloyd Taco. Uh, so local for us, super exciting, but you can see how they have been using Facebook to really grow their customer base and stay in touch. All right. <clears throat> yeah. And would it be apropos to call this a facelift? your page? A, a Facebook lift? Okay, there you go. Face, That's yeah, it. <laughs> I like it. Medic. All right. Next up this week, Google has announced that they are now going to be allowing any expanded text ads to match the three headlines that responsive search text 
text ads can have. I'm so excited. And what had happened initially is the fact that Google had launched responsive text ads and we'd have the ability to have three different headlines in there. And yesterday, I believe, was when the announcement was, and they came out and said that while we're working on improving the responsive search ads, um, it's important to extend that same advantage to your existing text ads. That's Thank why you. starting in late August, you'll be able to add a third headline and that second description to your text ads. In addition, your descriptions can have up to 90 characters. So, at the end of this month, we're all gonna be scrambling to make sure that we can get those three headlines and that extra space in the descriptions. But I liked what Ginny Marvin at Search Engine Land had said, and she compared it to Oprah. You get a third headline, <laughs> you get a third headline, everybody gets a third headline. We're coming, all going home happy. Coming to a Google Ads near you this month. Yeah, this is awesome because I sometimes I'm proactive, and with responsive ads I was, and I wrote a bunch for some accounts that didn't have access to it yet, and I've just been waiting to use that. So if any of you guys out there have done that, use them to your advantage, stick them in your ETAs while you can. Perfect. And that brings us to our lightning round. <laughs> First up this week, and we have a lot this week, Google is enabling multi-factor authentication uh, to policy for your Google Ads. So basically you can put an extra level of security without stumbling through the pronunciation of your Google Ads account. And this is important because you want to be able to turn that on so that people can't get in and mess up something as important as budgets or spends. So if you are running a, a Google account, and you could, I would recommend turning that on so that you get that extra layer of protection. Always important. Keep your stuff safe. Are you adding structured data to your articles that are in non-AMP format? Well, now you have additional options. Used to be you could only mark up headlines and images, but now there is structured data for the date published as well as modified dates. So if you're updating articles and want to change the date information, you can now do that. Check the link for more info. Great. And next up, in Google Ads, the report editor now can look at the performance between two different time frames. So Mind before, <laughs> yeah, before you couldn't actually compare data, and now we will be able to compare data in Google Ads. Marvelous. Google's Search Console has rolled out updates to their index coverage report. It is now more accurate. This update was rolling from the 14th of July through the 1st of August. So you'll see a little note if you're looking at your report that says that that happened. It has nothing to do, it just says Google Search Update, I believe. It has nothing to do with the algorithm change or anything else that we may have discussed. It's strictly in the index coverage reporting. Um, they did say that the data is not accurate during that time because they were updating how everything's collected. So heads up, don't be scared, it's all fine. Great. Are you currently promoting Pinterest video? Well, if you are, you may like to know that now promoted video can be playing at max width on Pinterest. Again, everything we've got today in this is be found in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So check that out for more information. Right. And Google ad personalization, if you have it turned on in Chrome, Google is listening and they are collecting data. And some of that data is being aggregated and pulled into some of the features and reports in Google Analytics. No private information. It's all aggregated. There's a lot of cool stuff happening with that. Again, check out the show notes for more info. Great. And lastly, here in the lightning round, Amazon is looking to merge a lot of its different ad offerings. There was an update from Digiday, and they talked about the fact 
that they're working on a consolidated platform that'll fold all campaign reporting and advertising products from Amazon Media Group, Amazon Marketing Services, and Amazon Advertising Platforms into one place. So if you're currently advertising on Amazon, it's about to get a whole lot easier. And that brings us to our must-read marketing article of the week, an article too in-depth for us to cover in its entirety here on the show. And today's article comes from Portent.com, Ian Lowry. And actually, I don't want to get an explicit label. We'll call it the How to Create Kick-Butt Marketing <laughs> Reports Through Progressive Detail. And to me, this is one of those articles that really just makes you think. He talks about the fact of going into from really starting at the top and being simple and getting more and more granular as you speak to different folks. And at first, he talks about talking to the see-somethings, as he calls them, mm. and then gets down with more information, starts looking at channels, and then at the end, he gets into that practitioner data. And I can say that that's something that we might have some fault in here, as we always just put our practitioner hat on all the time. But he did a really thought out and thoughtful article that took a look at reporting and some different ways that you can really weave a good story. And more importantly, weave a great story for a slew of different types of people. So I really thought that was great. Again, check our, our show notes to be able to see that article. You don't want to miss that one. No. It's kick butt. Kick butt. To use the, the word again. There we go. No explicit tags on this. Nope. Okay, and that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. Remember, you can catch all of those links that we ran through at marketingoclock.com and make sure that you subscribe so that you can check us out here each and every Friday and that you don't miss a show. Cool. See you next week. See you next week. Medic. Medic. <laughs>